Where is your hope? Oh, awesome answer. That's 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 an awesome answer. That's great. Um, I hope it is. I hope it's not that Sunday school prep um, answer thing. Okay, so your hope is in God. Where is your praise? Where is your praise? In your what? Heart? Holy Spirit in your heart? How far, how far, how far? Ahead? I said it'll be fine. Okay. Feel far, I feel far away from my peoples. Um, alright. Ephesians 1, we're looking at verse 8 through 12. The, the latter part of verse 8. And we've been going through Ephesians so far for the past, how many ignitions? Three, two, and one youth service. No, two. No, three. Yeah, whatever, two. Two, yeah, one of those. Um, Alright, so Ephesians chapter 1, verses 8. And you will see why I say, where's your hope and where's your praise? And hopefully we'll get this, because as we look through these short Four verses, we're going to see some incredible things that God has done for us. I don't know why, because we're not deserving of it, right? Carrie, are you deserving of God's grace? No? You sure? Really? No? Dorothy, what about you? Are you deserving of God's grace? Yeah? Dorothy's like, like, yeah, I deserve God's grace. All right. What about you, Demi? Are you deserving of God's grace? No, really? Not not even like on on your good, best day? Yeah, Gregory, are you deserving of God's grace? See that? Are you are you deserving of my grace? Are you, I guess I'm about to crown you, not with many crowns either. I'm about to crown you with this, because only one can be crowned with many crowns anyway. So Ephesians chapter one verses eight. It says at the end, in all wisdom and insight, he made, going into the first part of verse 9, he made known to us the mystery of his will. When you hear the word all, what comes to mind when you hear the word all? Everything. Okay. Everybody. Okay. What are some antonyms to the word all? Not, not. What? Zero. That's. What are some other ones? What's up? Okay. What about some? Most. <laughs> All right. Partial. All right. So, 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 listen to this. Paul is saying. Paul is talking to us. Because we're like the we're 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 the dogs, okay? We're like the Gentile dogs. If you guys didn't know that, I know we're you know we're here in the island of Bahamas, but that's what we're referred to, all right? So Paul is saying here, God in His fullness of wisdom and insight not only formulated this incredible plan of salvation, um, but also chose, according to His good intention, as we see in verse nine, He made known to us the mystery of His will. And that's his plan to redeem us back to him according to his kind intention, which he purposed um, in him. 
So his plan of salvation to redeem mankind from a path of what? Eternal? What were we redeemed from? So what, 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 was, what is the consequence of sin? Death. What, what kind of death? Like Just like a eternal death and separation. You know? How long is eternal? Eternity. Forever. Forever. Forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Okay, so, so here you did mankind from a path of, from a path of eternal destruction to what? To life? Eternally. Eternally what? Just eternal? Just eternal life? But what, what? Is we just? Thank you, right? Eternal fellowship and communion with Him. That's His plan. So, God forged this plan, right? The triune God forged this plan, and it was set before God the Son, who is? That doesn't sound like, I'm not sure. Who's God the Son? Alright, right? And that's what we see here in verse 9. It says, He purposed, that's God the Father, purposed, planned this according to his kind attention, in him who is God the Son. Now, verse 10 says, With a view to an, ad- an administration suitable to the fullness of times, that is, the summing up of all things in Christ, things in the what? And things on the what? And whom? Him. Alright, so, here's some things. The view, that word I view, that's, that's like looking toward a direction. So God had this plan looking forward to an administration here in the text here, in the, religion, in the original language, means like management, management of, say, a household, right? Um, suitable for the fullness of time. What do you think fullness of time, fullness of time is referencing? What do you think fullness of time Hmm? All of time on the earth? Can you break that down? Okay. Alright. And to support that, because that's what exactly Paul is referring to. You don't have to turn there. But in Acts... I should have had this marked. In Acts 1, verse 7 or 17, it says, verse 1, Acts chapter 1, verse 7, says, He said to them, It is not for you, this is Jesus speaking, to know the times or epochs which the Father has fixed by his own authority. So what Paul is explaining or expressing through the inspired word of God, he's saying that God had this view for and we'll see at the end, for God the, God the Father had this view, looking ahead towards a time where God the Son will have full authority at the end of time. The time that He has ordained for the earth. So, I know for, for most of you are like, well, I can't really think that far. You know, I'm only 16, 17, what's the fullness of time? I don't know what the fullness of time is. We don't know. That's what Acts 1 says, 7 just said. But 
this is his view and this is his plan. And he said that the summing up of all things in Christ, things in heaven and things on earth. So basically saying at the completion of this time period, this course of history that God has uh, put in place, God has set, in, set a time that everything will be completed in Christ and everything will be subject under his authority. Now that may seem like nothing, right, or anything, but that's, there are some serious implications there, right? Because um, where are you in that scheme of things? Where are you when everything will be summed up in Christ? Um, verse 11 talks about those who are in Christ. It says, also we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to his purpose, who works all things after the counsel of his will. All right, so, in him we have obtained inheritance. What is inheritance? When you hear the word inheritance, what? You, hear, you think of money? Money comes to mind? What you get after someone passes? I didn't hear that. Any possession? Okay. Sometimes, sometimes we inherit some different things, right? We inherit like high blood pressure, right? We inherit baldness, right? Um, <laughs> it's a different kind of inheritance. All right, so yeah, so inheritance is something that is inherited, received, like some of you guys said, and money. Come back, come back, come back. Shh. Guys in the back, ladies in the middle, guys in the front. All right. All right, so, but that's a different kind of inheritance, right? The Greek word for that kind of inheritance is kleronomio. Okay, not rumio or nomio, kleronomio, right? So that's that kind of inheritance. But that's not the kind of inheritance here in verse 11 where it says you have obtained an inheritance. So what can that be? We will find out. The word after after these messages. All right, we're back. All right. Um, the word inheritance in this context, believe it or not, means a point by lot. Does that make any sense to you? No. It didn't make much sense to me too when I was studying it, but it does now. So I'm communicating. All right. I don't know what that was, but I speak with my hands. Bless you. Bless. We're not Pentecostal. I'm not like sprinkling like olive oil on you. Anything like that. Alright. Hands. Nope. Not saying that at all. Right? And that word is clero. Now what it means, we're a point by law. That's what it means. It means that... and. Again, in this usage, it, it's, it's, it's uh, saying that we have been chosen by lot as in a supernatural divine process. So it's not, you know, we, we are, those who are believers, the inheritance. Right? I know that's crazy. It's like we are, we become God's portion. Right? 
Now that seems like that's I know that's kind of hard to wrap your your head around because it's like I really don't see myself as an inheritance, particularly when it comes to God, right? Um, but we'll 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 actually get to understand that a little bit more. And it says, having also we have obtained an inheritance, not by anything that we have done. And, and this is the this is the thing. Having been predestined, who remember what predestined means? I share this in youth service. What does predestined means? I tell you what, the word starts with P R E. I thought I heard something. Free? Pre-chosen? No. No. Okay, the next letter is D. P-R-E-D. Haven't been prejudiced. No, it doesn't. It doesn't work. I don't think it works in any translation. It doesn't. It doesn't. No. Good guess, though. I mean, you're guessing. No. It means to predetermine. Predetermine. Ah. Now I get it. It's not prejudice. It's predetermined. You know what? Yesterday, not yesterday, Wednesday, Wednesday we had slam. And I know why. Those who were in slam, I know why I was hearing things or not hearing things. Because I cleaned up my ears um, sometime today. and, And the wax, I mean, it was like, you know when you twirl the Q-tip? Like you feel it moving around. And I pulled it out and it was like all yellow, like honey, just like wrapped around. <laughs> Too much. I'm just, you know. So, because Thaddeus was saying things and I thought he was saying some other things that I can't even repeat. But, um, so I think that was why. A lot of air wax. Alright, so, where are we? Oh, okay, predetermined. So, this, this is the cool thing right here. Okay, come back. This is the cool thing right here. God formulated this plan, right? Because we all were doomed to destruction. I mean, and I don't want to sound like, you know, fire and brimstone and all that stuff, but we were doomed to destruction, eternal destruction. And then, you know what? And I don't want to scare anyone, but any of you that's in this room that has yet to place your faith and trust in God, the reality is you're actually still on that path to eternal destruction. Until you come until you come to a point where you know you're 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 being convicted by the Spirit to respond to God's drawing on your life. Because you heard it all on your Sunday school, at home, um, school, whatever, but you've yet to do that. That's your current track. Right? That is your current track. And my hope is anyone that's in here that fits in that category, not out of fear, but out of the fact that you realize that Jesus is the only way to God the Father. Jesus is the only way 
that your sins can be forgiven. Jesus is the only way that you can be redeemed and be put on a new track of eternal life and eternal fellowship, good, sweet time with Jesus. You know, it's just, mm, right? So for us who are on that mm, path of eternal life, um, what this is saying is that God had this plan from eternity, like before time was created. You know what I'm saying? He had this plan out so that he can redeem each one of you who have placed faith in who has placed faith in Jesus Christ and the work in which he accomplished on the cross. And he is choosing you, me, as a lot, as a portion for himself. And and all of this he's done predetermined, predestined. It's, he has planned this ahead of time. Awesome. I mean that I don't know. If it doesn't blow you away, then I don't know what will. With exception to a hurricane. But I'm just But I mean as far as like spiritually, if it doesn't like blow your mind to think like, wow, the God of creation, the the Almighty God, who don't really need me at all, choose to spare me. Amazing. Verse twelve. As we close, verse 12. As we have also obtained inheritance, having been predestined according to his purpose, who works all things after the counsel of his will. And this is what he wanted and what he decided to do. Verse 12 says, To the end that we who were first to hope in Christ would be to the praise of his glory. Now, if you just read that verse, it's just straightforward, right? To the end that we who were first to hope in Christ. Now that we, that we is very important. That's just not like a normal we. And I don't mean like Nintendo we, alright? You know? No, it's not the normal we. It's the we 360. No, we whatever. No, Xbox 360. We too. Wow. I'm not out of touch. I'm just... Uninformed. <laughs> All right. That we. Honestly, studying the we, there, there are like three main interpretations, maybe more about the we. And listen to it. Listen to the we, the W-E, okay? Because it's saying in the end that we who were first to hope in Christ. Who is this we? We who was first to hope. Who do you guys think this we is? Who is this we? Us? We who, we who were the first to hope? All right. Well, Tell you what, I'm going to read the three interpretations, and then I want to get your responses. Okay, so listen carefully. All right, here's the first interpretation of this we, who were first to hope. Is the we referring to the Jewish Christians, right, who have accepted Jesus as the fulfillment, right, of the Jewish covenant promised Messiah from the Old Testament scripture? Remember, Jews were promised of this coming Messiah, right? Now, is it so? Is that we referring to them? Or is the we referring to the mature, older Christian, right, who has accepted Christ, like earlier on, who will be, right, um, compared to the younger, immature, new believers? Or is the we referring to Michelle we? No, just okay. Is the we? You guys know who Michelle Wee is? You guys know her? Yeah, she's golfer. That's yep, golf. Yep. Um. All right. So I gotta 
So is the we referring to all Christians in general? So is the we referring to the Jewish believers? Or is the we referring to the older, mature Christians than the younger ones? Or is the we referring to general Christians? Who's, who feels it's general Christians? All right. Who feels it is the older, mature Christians? No one. Who feels it's the Jewish believers who have been promised the coming Messiah? Uh, who has accepted Jesus Christ as the promised Messiah? Two. Two people. All right. If you look at verse 13, verse 13, 13 should help you as it helped me make a decision on this as well. In verse 13, it says, In him you also, after listening to the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, having also believed, you were sealed in him with the Holy Spirit. So he, Paul is speaking to two people between verses 12 and verses 13. In verse 12, he is actually speaking to the Jewish believers, the ones who accepted Jesus Christ as, in fact, the Messiah, right? Because in verse 13, he now addresses the Gentile believers. Because his letter to the church in, in Ephesus, the church at that time was heavily populated with Gentile believers. The Jews were still making their way back um, to Rome since their exile. Um, so the church itself, and you, and you will see a lot of things in Ephesians, talks about you know, unity in the spirit, because uh, um, you know, there's just a lot of differences there. But he's addressing the... Um, Jewish believers in verse 12, specifically verse 12, okay? Um, everywhere, everywhere else that we've looked at before was the believers generally. And we see this in Romans, in Romans chapter 1, and I know you guys know this out of your head. Romans 1 verse 16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. As I wrap up, before we go to small groups, both words in verse 12 where it says, first to hope, gives meaning to prior hope, hoping beforehand. And the hope of salvation through the promised Messiah was presented to the Jews first. Only because of their disobedience, God, through his extension of grace, allowed the Gentile nation to be exposed to the same gospel message. And, and if you're taking notes or writing it down, you can see that in Romans 11, verses 25 through 32. I won't, I won't read it, but you'll see it. I started off, I started off saying, where is your hope? And, and, and there was a bunch of you emphatically said, my hope is in God. And then I said, where is your praise? Right? At the end of verse 12, it says, to the praise of his glory. So God has given us an incredible spiritual blessing, wisdom and insight to understand his mysterious plan to redeem us back to him. He also gave us a spiritual blessing of making us his portion, making us an inheritance, so that In the end, we would praise him for his glory. So my challenge for us, my question for us, is have you praised God the Father lately for the hope 
you have in Christ. And if we haven't, then it's time to start now. Because in the end, God is to be glorified. That's why we're here on earth. Right? Whatever it is, whether it's singing, whether it's writing, whether it's, you know, obeying your parents, whether it's listening to your boss and being faithful to that, you know, whatever it is, all the end product is to bring glory to God. And so, I said, where's your hope? And you finally reply, your hope is in God. And I hope that it is every day. And I hope that you are praising God because your hope is in Him because it's because of Him that we actually have that hope. He chose us as an inheritance. Chose us before the beginning of time so that in the end we would praise Him and praise His glory for what He has done for us. Amen? Amen. Let's close and then we'll, we'll, we'll go into our small group time. Father, thank You, Lord, for um, making us really an inheritance a lot chosen by your hand in Christ so that we can truly have a lasting hope. Um, even though in fact your chosen people uh, were first to receive the gospel message, were first to hope in you, us today essentially were second to hope in you. And the bottom line is that we are able to hope in you because you have exposed yourself to us, you have drawn us to yourself, you have chosen us, before um, the creation of time, so that we can share in a hope in Christ, a lasting hope, and that in the end, that we will praise you and glorify your name. So help us, Lord, to do that. It's tough, and I know you know that, but I pray, Lord, that we would um, be a people who praise you for the hope that um, you've given us in Christ. And it's in your name we pray. Amen.